Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Lots of folks have Apple Watches to track their steps or how many hours they're sleeping, but thanks to a Canadian Jewish teenager who got an Apple Watch for his bar mitzvah, observant Jews can now pray and recite psalms without need for the actual books. Eitan Steinfeld finished grade 9 this year. He thought up his Watch Sitter app and also his Watch to Hillen app after he got an Apple Watch from his grandmother. As you know, I'm out of the office this week, but we're bringing you this encore presentation of my interview with Aton and his dad, and I know that when we first talked in October, downloads of the apps took off. Wait, are you taking an ECG here? And you're taking one here. Are you taking an ECG next to a piñata? Heads up! That's the sound of Apple announcing its latest version of the Apple Watch, which is being released this week around the world. This one can monitor your blood oxygen levels, it can do email, it can do electrocardiograms, and you can even wear it to go swimming. And now, thanks to a Toronto high school student who is a whiz at coding, you can also use it to recite your daily Jewish prayers. Eitan Steinfeld is the inventor of Watch Sitter. He's 14 years old. He's in grade 9 now at Tannenbaum Chat High School in Thornhill, Ontario. Last year, Eitan's grandmother got him an Apple Watch for a bar mitzvah present. And since it was COVID and he had more time on his hands, Eitan used his self-taught coding skills to build the world's first free daily prayer book app made specifically for Apple Watches. He hasn't done much marketing, and in fact, I think we're the first media outlet to interview him. But the Teens app is becoming known around the world. But it's been downloaded 147 times over the past 26 weeks. Um, in terms of the countries it was in, um, the United States, it was been, has been downloaded 94 times. Um, Israel, seven times. Canada, seven times. Eitan Steinfeld doesn't go in for video games all that much. Instead, in his leisure time, he taught himself to make websites. And when he was 12, he made one that he and his camp friends used to share opinions and cool videos. When he was 13 and he got the Apple Watch... Eitan decided to try his hand at putting together an app to make it easier for him to recite the daily Jewish prayers at his school and wherever else he might be. There are already several types of online Jewish prayer book apps out there on the market, and lots of people use these on their iPhones or iPads to pray, but not on the Sabbath or on Jewish religious holidays when the use of these electronics is prohibited. There are also apps for the daily Torah portion. Chabad has an app, as do some other Jewish movements, including Art Scroll. Eitan's watch sitter tells the specific prayers for that weekday in the Jewish calendar, in Hebrew only for now. It also has the blessings recited after eating, known as the Birkat Hamazon. And he recently added the Shema prayer for bedtime, after users gave him some feedback. Coming up, we'll talk to Eitan and to his father, Zev, who is a Jewish studies teacher at the same high school, about why they're not charging for this app. I'm joined now by Eitan Steinfeld from his home in Thornhill and also by his father, Zev. Um, so, uh, Eitan, how did this all come about? What gave you the idea? Well, for my bar mitzvah, um, I got an Apple Watch for my bar mitzvah as well. Um, and when I was looking into apps to download for it, um, I was looking for a sitter and I noticed that there was no sitter available for the Apple Watch. 
Um, so I created my own since earlier. I started creating um, iPhone apps. And so I then went over to the Apple Watch, created my own sitter app. So that way I would be able to have a sitter to use on the Apple Watch. Why does the world need one on an Apple Watch? What is the use of having it in your opinion? Yeah, so I mean, for me, I think like the Apple Watch is just easier to access, right? It's on your wrist all the time, as opposed to your phone, which you might've left in another room or something. So if you just need to say a quick thing, like uh, your Karamazon after a meal or something, that's in the Apple Watch sitters. So that way you don't have to go and get your phone or something. And that way you have it with you on your wrist. Can we talk a bit about who, um... Did you get any sort of uh, religious um, help when you were putting it together or some instructional advice, uh, you know, to rely on them? Uh, you know, who, if any, were your mentors in putting this particular one together? To be honest, I kind of just did this on my own. I mean, um, in terms of what to put in there, I mean, I decided on my own and um, I also used um uh, help from uh, safaria.org. It's a website which basically has all the Tanakh, all the prayers, everything that you would need. Um, and so I got a lot of help from there in terms of what to put in and what order and everything like that. But there wasn't really any specific person who helped me put together the app. You you didn't put your own name as the developer when you when you did it for apples or uh, to get it accepted. You want to tell us a little bit about how what was going on there? Yeah, so Apple doesn't allow app developers under the age of eighteen to submit apps to the App Store. So in order to actually get my app in there, um, I put it in under my grandfather's name. So he created the account um, and. I, I submitted the app as if I was him. So under the app developer, it says Alan Steinfeld as the developer because I can't make an account since I'm obviously under 18. And you chose to make it free. What was your thinking behind that? Yeah, um, I mean, in my opinion, I mean, everyone is more inclined to download a free app as opposed to a paid app. So. I was creating the first Apple Watch sitter on the App Store. I wanted it to be available to people who wanted to download it. And so it would feel like it would be available to more people if it was free as opposed to paid. And it would get more downloads that way and more people would be able to use it. So can you tell us some of the statistics? I'm sorry. Did you? Yeah, yeah sorry. I just wanted to hop in real quick, Ellen. Yeah, I, yeah. I think also part of it is, and Aton can correct me if I'm wrong, is that you know the the impetus for creating the app was more is is a hobby right for Aton is his coding and app development and stuff is something he does you know independently for fun and I, I think that there's not there's no kind of commerce or business side to the to the app and and uh, as he said I think accessibility was something that uh, he wanted as he said so just throwing that in. Understood. Uh, I'm speaking like a mother of somebody who would, you know, invent something. And, you know, this is something this is huge. You could cash in on this, you know. So I'm thinking as a, as a business head as opposed to a, a good in the head. <laughs> but uh, going back to Eitan, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what you know about how many downloads you've had and, and any feedback. Who, who Who's using it? It's been downloaded 147 times over the past 26 weeks. 
um, in terms of the countries it was in. Um, the United States, it was been, has been downloaded 94 times. Um, Israel, seven times. Canada, seven times. And then it just goes down from there, like France, five times. UK, four times. Argentina, three times. And then two times in Russia and Egypt and China and Ireland. <laughs> what did that, would that surprise you, those ones, the last few? Yeah, there are plenty of other countries as well like that. It's just been downloaded once in like Uganda, Austria, Malaysia, Morocco, Mexico, Singapore, Switzerland, Belgium, Turkey, Brazil, Germany, like all over the place. It's like Flat Stanley. You're finding out where Jews are all over the world, right? That are on, they need this. Yeah. I want to bring your dad in. How did you watch this process unfold and you know what was your what was your feeling about seeing this uh yeah look obviously off the top i'll say uh to to embarrass Aitan a little bit that we're uh, very proud of him of course um you know as parents you know you do everything you can to help your children be successful and independent and uh you never know how it's gonna <laughs> turn out and thankfully so far Aitan's uh really made us all very very proud um, and it was his own decision to create, you know, Jewish content like this. Um, certainly wasn't anything that that I told him to do or, or, or anything like that. But when he told us the idea, um, you know, I certainly thought it was fantastic. Obviously, you know, people in our our local community here in, in Thornhill thought it was fantastic. And I know a few of my friends who have Apple Watches who've downloaded it and use it. So do you have an Apple Watch and use it or no? I don't. I don't, I don't have an Apple Watch. Eitan, uh, as he said, got one for his bar mitzvah. I did not get one for my bar mitzvah in 1993. Um, and <laughs> so uh, I'm still waiting for mine. I'm still waiting. And he won't let you borrow it. Have you tried it, though? Or you, you must yeah, have yeah. Uh, he uses it. I mean, Eitan and I attend uh, the morning minion at chat. Um, and, uh, you know, he'll sit there kind of scrolling through on his watch from time to time, depending on what part of the, the prayer service we're at. And, uh, yeah, look, as a Jewish studies teacher to bring, to be able to bring a small piece of, of Jewish tradition into the, to the world is, is really amazing. I mean, for me, the coolest thing is when he, he started telling us, I didn't even know you could do this, but to find out that, you know, it's been downloaded in Egypt or in Argentina, you know, or in the Ukraine. I mean, that's just like, it just kind of, it, 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 you know, warms your heart a little bit to think that, you know, at 14 or 13 and a half, uh, you know, Aton was able to do that. That was pretty cool. If you want to check out what Aton's app looks like, we put the link to watch sitter in our show notes. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. 